Hello everybody and welcome into episode number 178 of the Bible 2021 podcast. We are reading the first chapter of the Gospel of Luke today and our focus is on why did Jesus come to shine light on those living in darkness? Well, I do want to say something weird happened yesterday. I recorded, wrote, edited, and released episode 177 of the podcast, which is on the question of whether or not the Bible encourages slavery. But I don't know what happened. Something happened. I believe it's available now as you listen to this, but it wasn't available all of today, and I didn't realize it until sitting down to record this episode that something had gone haywire. Well, anyway, it's out there now. And uh, I hope you will check it out. I think it's a good discussion of the Bible's position on slavery. Well, welcome aboard to new listeners in Stockholm, Sweden, Jammu and Kashmir, India, Parts Unknown, Nepal, Ontario, Canada, Columbus, Ohio, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, Fort Worth, Texas, and Providence, Rhode Island. Thank you all for listening. Every day we try to break down one chapter of the Bible focusing on a question or a topic or something like that. And today our chapter is quite long, so we don't have a lot of time for commentary. But Luke chapter 1 is so significant and wonderful that just not a lot of commentary is needed, right? We see many amazing things in this passage, including our introduction to Zechariah and Elizabeth and their son, John the Baptist, our introduction to Mary and Joseph and the pronouncement of the birth of Jesus. And our focus is on the very, very last part of Luke chapter 1, Zechariah's prophecy about the coming of Jesus and why he was coming. We see it in verses 78 and 79, and yes, it really has that many verses, Because of our God's merciful compassion, the dawn from on high will visit us to shine on those who live in darkness and the shadow of death to guide our feet into the way of peace. Well, Zechariah there is pointing to Jesus. Jesus is the dawn or the sunrise, the one who brings the light of God to a world living in darkness in the shadow of death. So how is Jesus a bringer of light who shines on those in darkness? How will he rescue people from the shadow of death? Well, by forgiving sins. As Paul tells us, the sting of death is sin, but sin loses its power in the light of the wonderful forgiveness purchased by Jesus when he was hung on a tree, dying for our sins, and rose from the ground, destroying the grave. Here's Spurgeon on this wonderful prophecy of Zechariah. Observe how Zechariah, in his joyful song, extolled the remission, forgiveness of sins as one of the most extraordinary proofs of the tender mercy of our God. He had been dumb for a season, dumb in the sense that he couldn't speak, as a chastisement for his unbelief, and therefore he used his recovered speech to sing of pardoned mercy. No salvation is possible without forgiveness. And so Zechariah says, to give knowledge of salvation unto his people by the forgiveness of their sins. The Lord could not forgive them on the ground of justice, and therefore he did so because of his tender mercy, the tender mercy of our God who has made himself our God by the covenant of grace. He passes by the sin of his people because he delights in mercy. At the very outset, I want any soul listening to this that is burdened with sin to believe in the forgiveness of sins and to believe in it because God is love and has a great tenderness toward the work of his hand. 
He is so compassionate that he loves not to condemn the guilty, but looks with anxious care upon them to see how he can turn away his wrath and restore them to favor. For this reason alone, there is forgiveness of sins. Forgiveness comes not to us through any merit of ours, present or foreseen, but only through the tender mercy of our God and the marvelous visit of love which came out of it. If he is gracious enough to forgive our sins, it can be done, for every arrangement is already made to accomplish it. The Lord is gracious enough for this, for anything. Behold him in Christ Jesus, and there we see him as absolutely full of compassion. Well, let's read our verse, our chapter for the day, that is. Luke chapter 1, verse 1 in the Christian Standard Bible. Many have undertaken to compile a narrative about the events that have been fulfilled among us, just as the original eyewitnesses and servants of the word handed them down to us. So it also seemed good to me, since I have carefully investigated everything from the very first, to write to you in an orderly sequence, most honorable Theophilus, so that you may know the certainty of the things about which you have been instructed. In the days of King Herod of Judea, there was a priest of Abijah's division named Zechariah. His wife was from the daughters of Aaron, and her name was Elizabeth. Both were righteous in God's sight, living without blame according to all the commands and requirements of the Lord. But they had no children, because Elizabeth could not conceive, and both of them were well along in years. When his division was on duty, and he was serving as priest before God, it happened that he was chosen by Lot, according to the custom of the priesthood, to enter the sanctuary of the Lord and burn incense. At the hour of incense, the whole assembly of the people was praying outside. An angel of the Lord appeared to him, standing to the right of the altar of incense. When Zechariah saw him, he was terrified and overcame with fear. But the angel said to him, Do not be afraid, Zechariah, because your prayer has been heard. Your wife Elizabeth will bear you a son, and you will name him John. There will be joy and delight for you, and many will rejoice at his birth, for he will be great in the sight of the Lord and will never drink wine or beer. He will be filled with the Holy Spirit while still in his mother's womb. He will turn many of the children of Israel to the Lord their God, and he will go before him in the spirit and the power of Elijah to turn the hearts of the fathers to their children and the disobedient to the understanding of the righteous to make ready for the Lord a prepared people. How can I know this? Zechariah asked the angel. For I am an old man, and my wife is well along in years. The angel answered him, I am Gabriel, who stands in the presence of God, and I was sent to speak to you and tell you this good news. Now listen, you will become silent and unable to speak until the day these things take place, because you did not believe my words, which will be fulfilled in their proper time. Meanwhile, the people were waiting for Zechariah amazed that he stayed so long in the sanctuary. When he did come out, he could not speak to them. Then they realized that he had seen a vision in the sanctuary. He was making signs to them and remained speechless. When the days of his ministry were completed, he went back home. After these days, his wife Elizabeth conceived and kept himself in herself in seclusion for five months. She said, the Lord has done this for me. He has looked with favor in these days to take away my disgrace among the people. In the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent by God to a town in Galilee called Nazareth to a virgin engaged to a man named Joseph of the house of David. The virgin's name was Mary, and the angel came to her and said, Greetings, favored woman, the Lord is with you. But she was deeply troubled by this statement, wondering what kind of greeting this could be. Then the angel told her, Do not be afraid, Mary, for you found favor with God. Now listen. You will conceive and give birth to a son, and you will name him Jesus. He will be great, 
and will be called the Son of the Most High, and the Lord God will give him the throne of his father David. He will reign over the house of Jacob forever, and his kingdom will have no end. Mary asked the angel, How can this be, since I have not had sexual relations with a man? And the angel replied to her, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. Therefore the Holy One to be born will be called the Son of God. And consider your relative Elizabeth. Even she has conceived a son in her old age, and this is the sixth month for her who is called childless, for nothing will be impossible with God. See, I am the Lord's servant, said Mary. May it happen to me as you have said. Then the angel left her. In those days, Mary set out and hurried to a town in the hill country of Judah, where she entered Zechariah's house and greeted Elizabeth. When Elizabeth heard Mary's greeting, the baby leaped inside her, and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit. Then she exclaimed with a loud cry, Blessed are you among women, and your child will be blessed. How could this happen to me, that the mother of my Lord should come to me? For you see, when the sound of your greeting reached my ears, the baby leaped for joy inside me. Blessed is he, she who has believed that the Lord would fulfill what he has spoken to her. And Mary said, My soul magnifies the Lord, and my spirit rejoices in God my Savior, because he has looked with favor on the humble condition of his servant. Surely from now on all generations will call me blessed, because the Mighty One has done great things for me, and his name is holy. His mercy is from generation to generation on those who fear him. He has done a mighty deed with his arm. He has scattered the proud because of the thoughts of their hearts. He has toppled the mighty from their thrones and exalted the lowly. He satisfied the hungry with good things and sent the rich away empty. He has helped his servant Israel, remembering his mercy to Abraham and his descendants forever, just as he spoke to our ancestors. And Mary stayed with her about three months, then she returned to her home. Now the time had come for Elizabeth to give birth, and she had a son. Then her neighbors and relatives heard that the Lord had shown her his great mercy, and they rejoiced with her. When they came to circumcise the child on the eighth day, they were going to name him Zechariah after his father, but his mother responded, No, he will be called John. But then they said to her, None of your relatives has that name. So they motioned to the father to find out what he wanted him to be called. He asked for a writing tablet and wrote, His name is John. And they were all amazed. Immediately his mouth was opened and his tongue set free, and he began to speak, praising God. Fear came on all those who lived around them, and all these things were being talked about throughout the hill country of Judea. All who heard about it, him, took it to heart, saying, What then will this child become? For indeed, the Lord's hand was with him. Then his father Zechariah was filled with the Holy Spirit and prophesied, Blessed is the Lord, the God of Israel, because he has visited and provided redemption for his people. He has raised up a horn of salvation for us in the house of his servant David, just as he spoke by the mouth of his holy prophets in ancient times, salvation from our enemies and from the hand of those who hate us. He has dealt mercifully with our ancestors and remembered his holy covenant, the oath that he swore to our father Abraham, to grant that we, having been rescued from the hand of our enemies, would serve him without fear in holiness and righteousness in his presence all of our days. And you, child, will be called a prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his ways, to give his people knowledge of salvation through the forgiveness of their sin, because of our God's merciful compassion, the dawn from on high will visit us, to shine on those who live in darkness and the shadow of death, to guide our feet into the way of peace. The child grew up and became strong in spirit, 
and he was in the wilderness until the day of his public appearance in Israel. Well, that's a long chapter, but like I said, a wonderful one. Praise God for sending his son to shine his light into the darkness. We close with our verse of the month for the month of June, Daniel 6.23. The king was overjoyed and gave orders to take Daniel out of the lion's den. When Daniel was brought up from the den, he was found to be unharmed, for he trusted in his God. Dear friends, you trust in God today, too. He will lead you, and he will keep you. Good day to you, and Godspeed.